What's up, team? Before we head into the episode, I just wanted to take a second to give a special shout out to Just Move. That is my online subscription platform. I have hundreds of workouts over on Just Move, anything from cardio, strength, mobility. We even have other coaches on there. You can do yoga, dance, and so much more. And right now, we have 50% off an annual membership. So what are you waiting for? Head on over to JustMove.com and let's get moving. What's up, team? And welcome to The Kaisa Show. Mike, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. I'm happy to be on TKS. (laughs) Mike's really trying to push TKS. It hasn't landed for me yet, but... I throw in the text messages. You know, I try to... It's all about branding at this point. TKS. On on TKS. You can see that's the trick, though, because you did it, too. On the TKS, it gets a little tricky. Okay, okay. But so, anywho, on... (laughs) On TKS today, we're going to talk all things business. Yes. Right? Honestly, I'm not going to lie. It starts to give me a stomachache because I still don't see myself as somebody who runs a business. So the moment we talk about, the moment we think about diving into business, I go, I black out. I'm like, I don't have anything to tell anybody. Okay. Well, let's do a little exercise (laughs) then. Okay. All right. Just repeat after me. (laughs) I am more than my business. Okay, let's do a different exercise. Let's name off the businesses that you do have. All right, we got just move. My hands are clammy right now. We got just move. Start moving. Start moving. Kaisa Fit. Kaisa Fit. And smart training. And smart training. And who knows what else you do when we're not around. So four businesses. I think you are. Um, All right. You are accredited enough. Okay. To talk things business. Here's the thing. We're not telling people how to make, uh, uh, you know, millions of dollars. Although some of these tips might lead you to that. Lead you to that. Okay. Uh, it's just like where we're at on our journey, you know, and think, I think I have these conversations with friends all the time that run business and you're just always bouncing ideas off each other. And I think that's a fun thing to do. And I also think like you have a lot of things that a lot of aspiring trainers, for instance, would potentially benefit from, you know? Okay. Thanks for that pep talk. Yeah. Are we going to do what's buzzing first so I can kind of like warm up? Absolutely. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) Okay. I always start. So how about you start? What's buzzing in your world? Okay. Ooh. It was, um, I didn't bring it with me. Oh. Yeah, I know. But what I'm buzzing on today is my new trap bar. Oh, no wonder you didn't bring it with you. <laughs> I like show and tell, like hold, throw it over to you. You'd probably just take it and fucking start doing some squats. Or No, you don't do squats with a trap bar. You probably could. But the point is when I worked out, <clears throat> did the workout with you and Luca, I think it was the first time I'd ever used a trap bar for deadlifting. Oh. I don't think I've used them before. Love Pretty it. sure I have. Game changing. Yeah. And I liked it a lot. And then I went back, you know, doing, I have a, a regular barbell and I was doing barbell deadlifts. And I was like, kind of, I mean, it was one of those things where I got the taste and then I made all the excuses for why I don't like the barbell anymore, yeah. even though the barbell's fine. Yeah. But oh, trap bar's better. Yeah, tra- I think it is. And so <clears throat> I, I'm not typically an offer up guy. Here's why. 
I, everyone always talks about how they saved like hundreds of dollars. Like I got, like my brother was like, oh, got a new sauna. And I'm like, that's sick. He's like, yeah, offer up. Guy wanted 2000, offered him 400 cash. He took it and I got a sauna. I'm like, what? Like I look for saunas all the time on offer up and it's like, they're like $200 cheaper. Really quickly. Also, it's a sauna, not a sauna. Oh, sauna. Yeah, it's finished. sauna. Sauna. Okay. This is, yeah, your heritage. I'm sorry. Um, oh my God, we're jumping over all over, but the finished store I told you about closed. (laughs) No one knows what I'm talking about, but I found this finish. So Kaisa is Finnish, which means she's very experienced in the sauna. And I found this Finnish store near my house. And I was so excited and they had cool things in there. And the lady was so great and I loved her. And like, she seemed so confident that this is going to be around forever. And then literally it's only been two months and I went there the other day and I was like, oh, let's go check out the finish. The finish store is finished. It's over. I can't breathe. (laughs) Oh my God. Maybe it was just like a pop-up shop. No, 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 no. It wasn't. You know what it said? Actually, you know why I loved it even more? The lady wrote a note. There's a note. And it was like, uh, like totally like her handwriting. You could tell. I could like, when I read it, I heard her voice, her fun Finnish like accent. She was so great. And it was like, got sick of the rain, ended up moving to sunny California. See you around. (laughs) I'm serious. No way. I was like, that's the greatest like closing sign. I'm so happy for her. Yeah. Like literally that ended on a positive. Yeah. And I want to look her up if I make it down there. Anyways, trap bar is what I'm buzzing (laughs) on. That was a little bird walk. I don't know how that even happened. But anyways, oh, offer up. So anyways, I never get good deals on offer up. It's always like, why would I not just like buy it new if I'm saving like 50 to a hundred dollars, right? Like, and then I don't have to deal with the people on offer up or Craigslist. It's always the worst. Anyways, saw this trap bar 125 bucks and i was like oh that's cool that's not that bad that that seems like a good home addition look up the trap bar and it was like 500 dollars. so oh, that immediately sold i was ready i was like yo are you available today <laughs> i like switched plans around did the whole thing took my kid with me like it was a whole event but uh i'm so excited i did a little workout with it you know it was great i love it's, it it is a game i do think trap bars a game, especially for people like you and i who have a little bit of a back that speaks to us occasionally mm-hmm. i think just having like having the handles of the bar be on the side like that is yeah. just a different setup yeah um do you feel like offer up i always feel like that's a little sketchy to go meet people maybe i'm just like it's like the yeah the, i mean here's the thing i typically don't think of that until i'm there in this, I'm not going to lie. Like I, when we walked up, I was like, oh, okay, here's the house. And then there's like chickens in the front yard and no knock to chickens. I like chickens, but like, oh, he, this person didn't meet you somewhere. No, a lot they of times you just go to their house. What? Yeah. Why would you want somebody coming to your house? But here, here yeah, yeah. So check this out though. So, right. So I pull up and it's always kind of like, I do a double, a double check. Is this the right address? Like Is there any loop, other notes? You loop around the block. No, we sometimes you look drive by. <laughs> You know, to make sure you don't see anybody kind of creeping, ready to take advantage of you. Your one twenty-five cash in the shirt pocket. So I do a little quick check. <laughs> this feels like the mic show today. <laughs> so, anyways, it's like, hey, I forgot to tell you, don't knock on the front door or the side door. I'm in the basement. Oh god. And I was like, oh, shit. Okay, this just got a little... And you have River with you. Yeah, which then I picked him up because I was like, oh, maybe he won't want to like kill me if I have a kid. (laughs) 
So we want, and then, but then the bad part of that is then I'm like, what if he wants us both? That sucks. <laughs> so I should have told River to get ready to run. But anyways, I go knock on the basement door, and it was a little, the grass was a little overgrown. It felt a little, you know, unsavory. But here, I'm getting a, a like a three hundred and fifty dollar discount on a trap bar. <laughs> so, can you edit out my laughing? <laughs> no way. I can't breathe. That's right what now. we all love on TKS. <laughs> anyways, long story, really long. <laughs> He opens the door. He's like, what's up, buddy? And I was like, oh, this is fine. This guy's cool. He was wearing these like no, fun. No, you were like, I can take him. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, I mean, come on. I was sizing him up yeah. a little bit. He looked like he'd done some years of hard construction. Kind of that old man strength, but yeah. I knew I was quicker. Yeah. For sure. You know, you hit that knee. That's always the trick. It's someone older. You know, you go for the knees. The knees. Mike, what did you have for breakfast? I just had my perfect bar. Oh, my God. <laughs> and you got me an oat milk latte, which I really appreciate. That was that good. Was game changer. Okay, I, the sorry. thing is, I've been off caffeine, and I've had three <laughs> cups of coffee now this morning. Oh I'm on. Gosh. Yeah, it's I'm bouncing off the ropes. Okay, so that's when I'm buzzing on the trap bar. It's been great after one use, but I'm excited to keep building it. And I want uh, my wife. I want it like we're just starting to do strength training with her, and she gets a little back. I like what you say. Look back. Her back talks to her too a little yeah. bit. Um, and I think the trap bar is definitely, there's just, it's a little easier to, uh, what is it easier for? Well, no, because the weight is not out in front like exactly. that. And so the there disbursement is a lot different when you're holding it on the side. You can, and like, if you need to, you can kind of like squat it, like, especially when you, after the set, like to set it down, yeah. you know, where you can't really do that with, yeah, unless less, you want to. Less hingy. Bloody shins. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like a. Like a punk a rock, rock band. band. Yeah, it does. It does. Okay. Okay, that was a really long buzzing. What are you buzzing on? Okay, well, mine's like, mine is in a different direction, but we've talked about her before, Esther Perot. Mm. And I, she has a game that came out. And I am somebody that like likes, I so I like to dig deep in conversations, but sometimes it's like hard to like, you know, figure out where to jump in or how to mm. start. And so the other weekend I was like, I bought Esther's game. What's it I, called? Um, I don't know, but it comes okay. in a really beautiful. Like a card game? It's a card game. It's oh, okay. such a cool idea. It's a card game, but essentially what it is is conversation starters. Mm. And so she has different um, packets depending on if they have a different color. Like you take out the pink triangles if you're at work because it has like more sexual questions mm. or like you have these ones with family. So I was with my girlfriends the other weekend. We went to a cabin. I was like, this is going to be the perfect time to test this out because we've known each other since we were 12 years old. So we know a lot about each other. But I was like, let's dig deep this weekend. It was so awesome. For anybody that's looking to, it's not a game like you're trying to win a game. It's mm -hmm. just, it is genuinely a conversation starter. And so we just would go around in the evenings and play the game. And then it would spark conversations. Next thing you know, it was like 3 a.m. So if you want to get into some deep conversations with the people in your life, I would highly suggest this game. And I think you can just go on. I got it when she came into mm. town. I think you can just go on her website and get it. Yeah, I'm sure. That's cool. Yeah. It's funny how like when you're younger, you're just like, I don't give a shit about you. I just want to have a good time this weekend. Then you get older, you're like, I really want to get to know you better. Yeah, but it was crazy. Like literally, I have known these women since I was 12 years old. Yeah, and the conversation, like the 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 prompts for questions, would lead to things that 
I was like, oh, we would have never mm-hmm. had that conversation or you would have never brought that up, yeah. you know? So it was really cool. Definitely, it's very intimate. So mm-hmm. I wouldn't just say, just go and play the like game a happy stranger. Hour. Yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> not necessarily that, but... Um, but yeah, I, th- I thought it was a really cool game and I would highly suggest that. That's cool. The yeah. other day that reminds me, I follow this, um, website, I suppose it's called fatherly. I've followed it since I became a father. Mm. Some of it's good. Some of it's kind of clickbaity and annoying, but like I saw this one it was like, um, 12 questions to ask your dad before he dies. Oh my god! And I was gosh. like, Jesus, how do I not click on that? Like, you know, like in the sense of like. Yeah, like I should probably look at this. Yeah, like these are probably Absolutely. like things I should. Absolutely, can look. you send that to me? I yeah, need yeah. To know. <laughs> so I I go to it and I'm like, oh my god, like these are I've never asked my dad these. I don't know the answers to these questions. Like yeah. wow, I, and it made me really kind of like I think again you get older and you start thinking about this shit a lot more. And I was just like, okay, I need yeah. to set up a time to like interview dad with these yeah. questions to learn about legacy and sort yeah. of like his experience. You kind of just yeah. like. You can just run through life not knowing that much and about really, people. Yeah, and not connecting that deeply. Like if you don't know that much about people, then you don't have an opportunity to connect on a different level. And I think that's where I think that's where the overarching theme of all of us walking away from that weekend was like we feel so much closer together yeah. because we were all super vulnerable. Like there were a lot of questions that were very intense. So it led to very intense conversations. And you also realize by the time you get to our age, you have lived so much of your life and a lot of the experiences like you've kind of just had on your own. Like, mm-hmm. I think there's a lot that we keep to ourselves and unless somebody asks a question or dives a little deeper and maybe in therapy you kind of go through it. But other than that, I'm like, Oh my gosh, like there's so many things that are major pieces of my life that I realized like I haven't even shared to the people that I would say are like my best friends. So it was cool. It was really cool. Absolutely. And it's fun to let those stories go, you know? Yeah. And you, yeah, exactly. <clears throat> yeah. I feel like we can go on and on on that. But I think that, yes, like that's like when I was talking to my friend Greg on the way to work today, it's just like, we just share everything and you don't, I don't share a lot of that with a lot of people. Cause most people would be like, what the fuck are you talking about? This yeah. is boring. But like, for whatever reason, Greg and I are really interested in what each other are saying. Yeah. And we're like, Oh, that's, Oh, that's great. I'm going to use that, you know, yeah. or like you had that experience and it's just, I love that kind of sharing, but you have to be, not everyone might want, you know, pick and choose the group you might want to play this game yes. with, right? Like you kind of, yeah. that's the one thing about this stuff is not everyone we've talked about this, not on the podcast, but I forget your, your metaphor or whatever, which was like floaters and sinkers or deep. Oh yeah. Thinkers. Deep sea divers. Yeah. Like not everyone always wants to like have a deep conversation. Yeah. There's just a lot of people who surface level, surface level. And that's not always bad. I think there's no. it's easy to be like, well, they're just surface level. It's like that. There might be a lot of reasons why they're surface they're level. Probably living the best life ever on yeah. the surface. Or they're like trauma and don't want to go deep totally. and like unlock something right now. Totally. Right. So I think it's just, it's uh those conversation games are great for people who want to have conversation. Yeah. Or one time Esther did say they're also great if you are somebody that is like going on some first dates and really just mm. curious to like want to get to know the person fast. And I was like, I would be scared if somebody brought that on a first it date. It always but. comes back to dating, <laughs> Kaisa. How does this always happen? How are you so like educated? Um, available uh, and yeah. single. Unreal. This is unbelievable. Oh my God. Okay. That's cool. I can move Please, on. somebody. Move on. Please, somebody. Would you just drop us a line? I'll play Hitch here if you want to hit me up. I can potentially oh put in a good word. I'll do a, I'll do a screening. I'm sweating. You wouldn't even know 
what to screen for. I know. We just go like party and <laughs> yeah. like, I think you're good. You're good. Like you're if good, you want to out party me, if I need to go home, that means like you're already in the right realm of date Kaiser. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's move on. <sighs> this is just a wild one out of the gate here. A walk in the park. What'd you say? Oh no. Bird walk. Bird walk. I don't know where that came. My I wife said it one time and I love it. It's just like when you start talking about something else. Yeah. You know, and Stroll you're just like, hold on. The park. We're just going to take a little bird walk real quick, you know, and I think as long as you uh, acknowledge it, it kind of makes it okay. Yeah. I always think our bird walks are interesting. Yeah. So. yeah go deeper. Yeah. Keep going. Hopefully other little people Little birdie. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Business. Business. Speaking of business, what is the business with your cup over there? Are you sipping on like a mimosa or something? Oh my gosh. For anyone that can't see, I have a black solo cup in front of me. Uh, No, it's 10 a.m. I mean, I wish it was a mimosa. It's not. It's coffee. Oh, it's coffee. I didn't want to represent the company that was in my coffee cup. God, you have to be so strategic. (laughs) Is but it? I would like to represent yeah, this. However, <laughs> if you're interested in an energy drink, that's I do not, have a lot going on here. I've you got do. energy drink and coffee. I think that's like your thing, though. That's you always standard. have a lot going on. Yeah, I always yeah. have a lot going yeah, on. Yeah, just... so anyways, no mimosa. This is just coffee. Cool. Okay. Less exciting, but uh, seems fitting for a business chat. So, okay. We are all over the place, but we're going to just dive in and uh, disclaimer that like these are not, this is not professional advice. This is just what we've gone through. Yes. Things that have helped us and it may help you. Yeah. So take it or leave it yeah. like, but this is not the word. And hopefully it'll just, even if, if you don't take any advice, it's just like get you thinking about some of this stuff. Awesome. Cause it'd be helpful. Yeah, absolutely. What should we start with? Let, you want to just start with, wh- why don't we go, Oh, should we do listener questions real quick? Let's just do one. Let's mix it in a little bit. Okay. Let's do a listener question. Okay. Let me pull that up on the old iPad. And while he's doing that, just remember, if you all have questions or if any of you have questions, any questions, go to kaisfit.com slash ask, and you could actually record your questions. So that's how we get to play them here on air, which is really exciting. We actually get to hear from you all. Yes. Okay. Um, gosh. Let's see. And I haven't heard these, so... Let's go with Sunny. You know why I'm going with Sunny right now? <clears throat> why? Because Sunny, uh, their, email, their email is... Well, yeah, I don't want to say their full email, but at sunnybayfitness.com. Oh, so I'm just like, shout it. out to Sunny for already owning the domain and having the email. This took me about 10 years yeah, before Yeah, Mike I'd... still is at gmail.com. No, check it out. You, you know I got MikeFolden.com. You still use the Gmail one. I know I do, because you get you get hooked. Yeah. You can't get out of it. All right, anyways, Step we're going to... number one. <laughs> get your domain and get your email set up. So let's play Sunny. Hey, Kaiza, my name is Sunny Bain, and I wanted to ask you what advice you would give to a trainer that was running their own business um, five years into the business and has a full book now opening a small training space, and I am going to be hiring employees and managing a team. So what advice do you have for me or other trainers in this um, new beginning? (laughs) Um, Thank you so much for doing this, Kaiza. I love your podcast. I love all of the motivation and, and inspiration that you give to the world to move your body. Have a good day. Wow, that was a good... Here's the thing. Sunny. I didn't screen that. Ooh, that that was, was such a good question. I know. That was such a good question. But now I'm going to have like... I want to be able to answer these mm-hmm. questions. So That's I actually... Yeah, I have zero experience 
running a space. Yeah. I have zero experience opening a studio and having employees in a space. So first and foremost, I would just say I actually wouldn't be able to give the best advice there. I think Luca mm. would be able to give incredible advice there. And I know that he has courses and places that he does that. But how do we like, let's give a little bit more info on that. So where would someone find Luca? I mean, I think you just hit him up in his DMs. But Luca, Luca what's his, Okay, yeah. Luca Hosevar. Yeah. Or if you go on my on page, Instagram. you'll see. Yeah, I yeah. take him all the time. But, but what I would say before you go further is like yeah. you do have employees. You have, you do manage a team. So maybe it's not, you're not, you don't have a spa, a fitness studio that you've hired employees, but maybe you could talk about how you found your team or recommendations. Okay. That's a good point. I think that the team is a reflection of you. So I think it's really, really important as somebody who's running a business to constantly be working on yourself and working, you know, like taking care of yourself, not just through movement, but I, I do as much as I possibly can, like with therapy, like with everything, because I think that the healthier I show up in the world and to my team, then the healthier the whole is going to be. Um, and also like your team is a reflection of you. And so like really figure out what is important to you, like as a company and as a mission and as a message, like what separates you because they're also going to represent your company. And so as you build out, especially with more trainers coming on, like one, I would make sure that they're highly vetted, that they all have the same message as you because they are literally representing and are the face of what you have when they're out on the floor. Um, And then I'm a big cheerleader. So it's like teamwork and like do things that keep bringing the team together that make people feel valued. Um, I just like constantly, I don't know if I do it as much as I want to, but like I constantly feel like supporting the team and doing their own thing and being like their biggest support system is actually the most important thing for me as a leader. I don't like saying I'm the leader of the team, but as one of the leaders. I just had a thought. You also do have a studio space with trainers that train here. What are we even talking about? How did we not even know that? What what is happening right now? It's (laughs) online, but we are in a physical space where trainers come in and teach an online audience. That's absolutely a real thing. Yeah. So I think, yeah, that's funny. I think one thing I notice what you've done well in that space is like letting people be who they are. You know, and so I think that could go two ways. Either you need to find people who want to mold into what you are and like your brand and and whatnot. And it could maybe be twofold, but or uh, let them bring in a different like audience. It's something you're not, you know, you don't, whether it's maybe a modality of training like yoga, like do you need to learn yoga or do you want to just stick to your thing and bring in a yoga teacher or whatever to your fitness space? But I think like, you seem to do a good job of like, they need to believe in the higher belief, right? That like, we don't move for weight loss. We don't move for, um, to change the way we look, right? We move to feel good. Yeah. I feel like I'm on this spot right now of making sure I nail the core fucking No, 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 you have that. It's so true. But this is like this overarching thing when you're saying this. I think one of the other things is like, you really got to be able to check your ego. Mm. Um, Because for me, like when, when you're talking about this studio and this space and having the trainers come in, I really want them all to be stars. And so I think like depending on what type of space that you have, 
you really are not going to set up the healthiest environment. And I've seen it in a few, I've seen it in the first place that I started Mm -hmm. um, in person where if you, if that head person wants to be the star and everybody has to be beneath them, you're never going to set up a healthy environment. You're never going to set up an environment where, you know, like people really get to grow into the best versions of themselves because you're always some way going to step on that and try to squash it. So I think as a leader also, like you have to be really comfortable and confident in like you might be leading from behind sometimes, you know what I mean? Like your goal, if you want to have the best studio space or the best online space or whatever you're doing with a team, like the goal is for your team to shine. Mm. Like the goal is to like help you help them bring out the best versions of themselves. And sometimes they're going to shine brighter than you. Mm. And like, you got to be okay with that. That's cool. I mean, it's sort of in the DNA of being a coach, Amen. right? Your clients, you're trying to get them like your job is to get them to be their best. Yeah. Like use that same practice in your business, like yeah. coach your, your employees or your contractors or whatever. Yeah. And to add to that, I think like one thing I noticed the, the kind of the only gym I've really been a part of that was like really like a community was a CrossFit gym years ago and made a lot of great friends still to this day. And I felt like they did a good job at the time of kind of letting coaches like run with some ideas as we've done here with Just Move too. And like, I remember specifically a friend, Tyler, he kind of just had a more weightlifting like vibe, Olympic lifting, and he would go and they'd pay for his certifications to like do more Oli lifting stuff. Then he set up like a night, uh, two nights a week in this like kind of basement next door, strictly for Oli lifting. He would write a program and it was very casual. Like there's an old couch and like people, people would bring in beer and you'd like lift, you do these lifts and then you would like sit down and hang out and have a beer. And I was like, wow, he created a community of his own within the community. And yeah. that was cool. Yeah. Like that was, and I see that happening with our coaches. Like they get their own little community of subscribers, um, yeah. you know, to, to follow their workouts, like on just move, yeah. which is like huge, which is everything. I mean, I think it just goes back to supporting them to be their own individual and yeah. like to bring out the best version of themselves. What a great kickoff question. Thanks, Thank Sonny. you, Sonny. So I think we should just go into the the big one, which is like, what is your big goal? Like we talked about. Yeah. We actually did a little brainstorm on this podcast yesterday, yeah, which we was did. nice. Yeah, try to prepare. And I think I'll just kick you off with you had said like, what's your North Star? And I'll let you sort of just like roll. Yeah. Well, so when, okay, I will go back a little bit. When people come to me and say like, how do I start a business? Or like, what do I do? There's a lot of breaking it down to figure out why. Like, why do you think that's something that you should do? What do you want to do? Like, what is this thing? Because I think a lot of people, the first thing is like, I want to have my own schedule and be able to make a lot of money. And like that... Great. Like, I love that as one of the things, but you really have to have more than that in order to go out and create your own business. And so one of the things that I tell up and coming trainers is like, what is your purpose? Like, what is the thing that's your anchor point, your North Star that you always come back to? What's the thing that makes you different than other people? What is the product that you're offering? Like, what is it that is going to create the company and hopefully the successful company that you want to build? And also, what is that thing that you are forever motivated by because it is a roller coaster ride. Like when there's low lows, you have to be able to be so attached to that thing that it pulls you through those times. So for me, it's like finding the purpose. My purpose was always that I wanted to bring movement to the masses. I wanted to get more people to move, which meant I wanted movement to be affordable and accessible for everybody. And so that was always, even as day one trainer in the industry, That was always my North Star. I couldn't tell you how I was going to get there. I I had no idea what the road was, but I knew no matter what, 
15 years ago when I walked in that like, that's what I wanted to do. And I've stuck with that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think like, what's funny, I had to do this little problem in my head, but as you were saying that you started with, uh, if you say that you just want time off and a lot of money, I was like, well, that's not like, there's no shame in that. Like if that's someone's goal. However, then I was thinking of this thing that I'll never forget, which is, uh, it's sort of like a business strategy to start a business, which is like, what would you do if, if you didn't need to make any money? And I think when I thought of that question, as you said, that was like, well, if you didn't need to make money, you already have time off and you don't need money. So that there's sort of a hole in that goal. Right. And like, and I think the point, what we were talking about yesterday is how do you stay motivated when shit's not going well, when you feel overworked or when you feel like no one's coming to the door? And, and if it's just is like, I just want to make a lot of money, if that's the goal, or I just want a lot of time off, like that might not be the driver is, is to, I want to get X amount of people moving. I want people to feel better in their bodies. I want whatever that mission is. It doesn't matter. I think that's like, that's where you have to have something. This comes back. We talked about this even with training, like just to have, like if you don't have a a solid purpose, then you're probably not going to have like a solid uh, fitness journey because there's nothing to sort of like, when the time gets tough, when the obstacles come up, how are you going to keep going? Yeah. Or there's like the employee versus the employer mindset. And like, I think being an employer, being somebody that owns a business is always glorified. And I think it's not for everybody. Like that's the other thing. Like we're in the world of like, everybody should be an entrepreneur. Everybody should start their own business. And there's so many people and personalities that like fit so much better by being an employee and like would have such a happier, healthier life by being an employee. So first and foremost, I think I would say like, not everybody needs to start their own small Mm -hmm. business or business or be an entrepreneur. Like we need to kind of like that whole glorification of that. Like we could just pop that bubble right here. I just always knew for, for me personally I will say like, I didn't necessarily know that I wanted to start my own business early on. I just knew that I had something that I kept searching for and didn't find. And so I kind of kept outgrowing my spaces, which led me to building my own thing, building my own business, and then constantly kind of like evolving that. And now, which has led to where I am today. It's not like I started out and said like, I have this idea and I want to be, you know, a business owner. Never, never was that the case. It just evolved. But going back to that, I think it's really important now, especially if we're talking to trainers and you want to start your own business, there's a lot that goes into it. And I think for you, especially to be competitive in the space, if you want to go online, it's really figuring out like, do is that the best thing for you? Is that the best thing depending on like all of the things that you want? If you want money, you want time off, you know, you want to be able to put your message out there. Like there's a lot of platforms, there's a lot of spaces that allow you to do that where maybe you're not running your business. You're putting your business underneath a different umbrella. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're staring just, like No, I was just me. waiting. No, I was just oh. waiting, being very patient. Oh, sorry. You know? Okay, yes. I think also this, which kind of mm, little pertains to Sunny's question, but like knowing what you want, like knowing what, not only your purpose, but like, what is your goal? And then that can change. Like for, um, like Sunny, uh, for example, she 
wants to own a space, it seems like, and have um, trainers underneath her, like employees, right? And I think that that's a really good thing to know in question because you don't know if you're doing well or on track if you don't know where you're headed, right? And so it doesn't mean that you need that needs to be forever the same thing. Yeah. But I think like for me, I, there's a lot of similarities in <clears throat> in like the business and growth in like sort of running like video as there's training and a lot of like small business where it was always very clear to me, like I didn't want to hire a bunch of employees to run a production company that just like wasn't of interest to me. Like it pushes me too far out of the creative to where I was just not... This just wasn't my goal. So yeah. if, if ever I was like thinking, am I on track? Or like, is this the right job to take now? Or is this the right thing to do now or wrong thing? I could always run it through that filter of like, oh, well, is this going towards that, you know, having a production company, having employees? Or is it actually like not going that route? And that's helpful. Yeah. And I kind of like coinciding with that, I always knew that I didn't want a brick and mortar. Mm -hmm. I knew that the time that I could spend there was not going to be as impactful um, as like the possibility of finding something that would be able to be bigger than that. And honestly, at the time that I was looking at that, the only thing that was bigger was TV and it was Jillian Michaels on The Biggest Loser. And I was like, well, that's not my message. So that's not going to work, but there has to be something bigger. And so like, I knew that wasn't going to be an option for me. So yeah, I mean, I, I do think it's important figuring out what is that North Star? What is your your purpose and your mission? And then also just figuring out like how, what are some of the ways that you're going to get there? Or maybe a lot of what I've known is what I don't want. I don't mm. always know what I want, but I know what I don't want. And I think that that's also helpful too. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. And comparison is the thief of joy. I love mm -hmm. that quote. And I think in the space, you know, say you're a trainer and you're, you have all these trainers around you and you're like, oh, well, Susie's opening up a gym and James has fucking got his online thing. It's easy to just think you're doing less if you don't know what you're actually trying to do. And you're yeah. like, oh, no, that's cool for Susie. I'm stoked on her gym. Like, I don't want a gym. Yeah. And that's fine. So you don't, there's also this like, this confidence that, you know, because you get hit with a lot of challenge when you start working for yourself. And I think it's just, it's a great thing to have that North star. Yeah. And I will say again, I, I just can only relate it back to my journey. But so for me, I grew out of the studio that I was training at because they wouldn't let me run my own like small group training, which now, which is, which is where smart training developed. So I was kind of forced to go do my own thing. So I opened my own company then. And then when I was there, it was the same thing. Like I had done enough work on myself that I was very connected to knowing that like, I still feel a little empty. Like this thing isn't, this isn't the thing. And so another suggestion would always be to not settle. Like it doesn't have the, the next step doesn't have to be clear. And the next step honestly doesn't always need to be a step forward. Technically I took a step backwards mm. because I shut down that very successful small business training company that I had started basically, I think like a year in went back to school. So I was making no money, took out a huge loan because I just thought like, okay, maybe I want to go into sports performance. That's when I got my master's. So technically from the outside world, I mean, everybody looked at me like, what are you doing? Like you're like 25 with a six figure business. What are you doing? That doesn't make any sense. But I was like very, certain that what I was doing wasn't the right thing. It didn't feel right. It, I didn't show up right. And I needed to like shake things up. So when I did that, definitely went what would be a backward step because I realized day one, I didn't want to train athletes, but 
it led me to understand how much I loved general population and how motivated, how much more motivated I was to bring movement to the masses. And then social media came and this and that. So I would say do all the work that you possibly can to also stay super connected to yourself and listen to that and be willing to be super risky. I just can't think of anything else that would be so great right now except Paula Abdul's song, Two Steps Forward and One Step Back. The rest of it doesn't need to oh, pertain, but no, it's true. I love that. Like, move around. Like, you, you, you know, a step backwards or a step sideways is not, don't always look at it as the wrong step. Like, no. it's just a necessary step on your journey. Oh, totally. You know? And I think sometimes those ones that could be looked at as a backward step, you learn so much. Like, had I not done that, I, I don't think I'd be here today because it solidified so intensely to me that like getting general pop to move was my mission for the rest of my life. Like I knew it. I was like, I've tried everything now. I know exactly what I'm, I know exactly what I'm here for. Like it solidified that. And then because that was solidified, I was ready for the tornado (laughs) Of what was coming up next. Yeah. yeah. It's a process of elimination. <clears throat> yeah. I think and we've talked about this before. It's like knowing what you don't like is actually yeah. can be a lot more powerful than yeah. knowing what you like. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, that's cool. That's great. Great tips. Um, we also hit, look, we'll move on to get your ducks in a row. How does that sort of play with you and your, your journey? And what I mean by that or what we meant by that was just sort of like, I'll just list off the things that we wrote, which was accounting, accounting email, yeah. kind of employees, consultants, yeah. but let you roll. I mean, honestly, I would say the first thing was accounting. I remember way back in the day where one of the other trainers in the facility that was at, like the number one thing he said to me was like, money can be crazy when you're a trainer. You can have a lot of people offering you cash. It's very easy when you start your business to do things underneath the table. He was like, the amount of stress that will cause you to not set up your business correctly from the very beginning is never worth it. Never worth it. Don't skate the system. And shout out to Tony because I'm like so grateful from day one I got my ducks in a row. I was like set up my business appropriately, um, got an accounting uh, accountant and like basically like ran everything super legit from day one. And I feel like that's something that a lot of trainers just don't do. And it's not worth the, you know, extra 10% that you make by not charging sales or like whatever. It's not worth it. So that's like number one suggestion. And going like having to change that down the line, you are going to do everything to not do that because you're going to lose, like you're going to make less money. Like say if you don't withhold taxes or you try to do whatever to try to go legit a year later, you're like, oh, cool. So like, I'll just start now making 20% less. Maybe I'll just stick with this system. Like it's so hard to go backwards. And I, I, same thing for me. Like I actually got hooked up with an accountant way or like before I even needed one, you know, he like didn't even know how to like help me because I didn't make enough money really. He's like, I mean, you could just do your taxes, but he just helped me with advice and things, which was really nice. And the one thing, so simple, anybody who starts their own business, whether it's an LLC, sole prop, whatever, withhold your taxes yeah. like i he's just like set up a savings account every time you get paid just move 25 percent to that savings account and when you have your taxes due you'll have money to pay for it and that has saved me where like you know once i had a really successful year and i was like holy shit like i owe a lot of money to the irs and it kind of freaked me out but because it was so 
I didn't even have to think about like yeah. sw- uh, transferring money because just every check I ever yeah. get always goes there. Yeah. I go, oh, oh, that is a lot That's of money, easy. but like yeah. I have all that money. Yeah, That's because cool. it's not your money. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And you have to get used to that early on. And I think that's a really hard thing. It's also why it's going to go back to not everybody like running a small business, especially like with training is like glorified. But the thing is, is like when you're paying the overhead, if you were just to rent out or be a trainer underneath a studio space, they're taking care of all that. So you don't even think about that. At the end of the day, your $100 session <laughs> becomes so much less than that. So when you're sitting there and you think like, oh my gosh, I'm making like they're making 100 off of me and I'm only making 20, whatever it is you start to think like there's a lot of that money that disappears when you start to run a company because mm-hmm. of taxes and everything else that comes into play. Yeah. yeah. And just every year I'm like, oh, I might switch accounts. This happens literally every year because I'm like, I mean, they're kind of expensive. Like, what do I really get? And then somehow, some way, they pull something out of their ass that like, I'm like, okay. And last year, or it was la- I think it was last year, he was like, did you do the PPP loan? And I was like, no, I don't qualify. He's like, no, you totally qualify. He's like, you had these down months, blah, blah, blah oh my God, like it was such a benefit yeah. and I needed that, you know? Yeah. And that's like, so I'm like, all right, well, he gets another year for sure. But yeah. I think there's just, it's it's yeah. easy to think like you're spending too much money on things, but like you have to realize like how much stress. And for me too, accounting, and we've talked about this, if you ever get audited, like your accountant, at least I'm pretty sure this is how it rolls. I know it is with mine. Like they handle the audit. Like yeah. you have to participate, yeah. but like they have everything. Like yeah. good luck working with the IRS. If you, you know, yeah. if you all your ducks need to be in yeah. a row, like no. that sounds stressful. Yeah. So it's Number kind of one. insurance. Number one thing, get yeah. an accountant. Now you wrote email. You had, you had mentioned oh, I email. I, just, I think I was just saying there to be more official. Because you have, when you have your at gmail.com. Oh, shots fired. I didn't know that's what you were. I thought you meant like hire like an email marketer no. or something. Oh, it just like the first, just, thing, yeah, the first thing wow. I did was like, I was no longer KM Karanin. Like I was like Kaisa at KaisaFit.com. Oh, so get I'm official. legit now. Get official. get official. And then I was even back in the day, I got business cards. Like I did all of yeah. the things because a lot a lot of business is smoke and mirrors as well, you know, especially as you're starting off. For me, I was like, I did all, I'm not saying all of them are necessary, but there were certain things I did to make myself feel more official and yeah. for everybody that was paying me, you know, and like doing business with me to feel official as well. Play the part. You play the part. I a yeah. thousand percent played the part. That's oh, I had cool. everything. I had like a little square reader. I was like so official back in the day. I had like oh, my books. I remember that. Not that you, but I had that too. Yeah. I remember that. That Young, felt so cool. It was. And the thing I look back and I'm like, I literally, I think I was 25 yeah like i was so young and just like making it happen you know or like credit card cash whatever you (laughs) need i got you yeah Yeah. let me grab my little square card reader yep yes that's funny i like that okay well i didn't uh hop on the um the official email until you know just it's kind of a sore subject you know i'm not gonna lie like who i don't i'd like to know who mike folden at gmail.com is because i had to get mike dot a dot folden like how shitty is that of an email (laughs) like it doesn't want to write on any forms when people ask you they're like jesus hold on let me like what is it dot what is the dot (laughs) it's really annoying okay um i feel like that i mean yeah i feel like the ducks in a row that was i feel like it was mainly around like accounting yeah just set something i mean i think the thing is is like you want to build a strong foundation and you want to really set yourself up even if things i think the moral of our story is even if things feel unnecessary you always want to have yourself set up for growth and you there are certain aspects in business where you're going to need help and you don't want to get in over your head you know so ask for help ask around hire an accountant 
get all of your licensing, like get everything set up when you start. Yeah. Um, just had a thought i just watched it leave oh, in my no. brain Grab that it. sucks that's, that's okay hold on let me back. look mm, can you hold the mic a little closer there we go oh yeah Get that so- there it is oh, people at home just wow. got excited <laughs> oh <God. laughs> wow. um oh, i'm bummed out because i thought i had a good point but um we will move on to so actually i think this is a good uh transition so Hiring. What are you saying right now? Do you want to just take a breather right now and figure out what you're doing? I just remembered what it was. Okay, you're all over the place. Was I was just transitioning? No, it was like ten transitions. Oh my god! The closer you get to the mic, the like more fierce you get. Yeah, maybe just back the fuck up a little bit off that mic. (laughs) Jesus, you wanted it. Sorry, I'm just trying to run the show. (laughs) It's hard sometimes. I was gonna say, do you want to play a question while you like try to gather your thoughts? No, let's move on. Okay. I'm nervous. Um, no, trade. I was just trying to find a way to say it. But like, so how I found my accountant was through trade, mm. right? And so I think when you're first starting out, trade can be such an awesome... Who are you looking at over there? Nothing. Oh, I thought we had a live audience for a second. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Okay. Um, yeah, like trade being super huge for me early on. Because you kind of get to like test, you know, different things. Like, do I need that? Is it beneficial? Uh, would I ever want to work with that person long term? Blah, 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 whatever. But like, I got a lot of business out of doing trade. Like, I would go to a gym and be like, hey, like, I'm going to work out here. Like, I could do some photos for you in exchange for a free membership. And yeah. It kind of just gets you part of a community and it kind of grows it faster when you take money. Like you don't have to pay me. Like we'll, we'll like we'll offer each other whatever we do like to make this thing work versus money. So like, what was your experience with like trade early on? Yeah. So I actually, I don't remember much trade when I was doing, when I was actually running the small business in person. But when I started on social trade was definitely something in my mind where I started to realize I could have opportunities with bigger companies if I was willing to forego my fee that would give me exposure that I could never buy. And so there were a lot of times that I, my trade would be doing my work for free or showing up for free. Um, I remember very vividly with Beats, like having a negotiation with them with them where I realized like they're really not going to pay me what my rate is or anywhere near it. But the exposure I get by doing a Beats ad is well worth anything, you know, that I could possibly pay. So certain times like that where it's like a give and a take, I would say don't always be so, you know, certain that you need your fee paid for this and that. Try to look at things at a little bit like slightly bird's eye view of like what could happen out of that or like shape magazine like there were certain things where you never get paid for those things but I really hustled the opportunity to be like me people seeing me there could possibly lead to something bigger than I could ever pay for so yes I'm gonna trade my time for that yeah and you could put that little logo on your website like absolutely. appeared in shape magazine absolutely you know beats, yeah. you know, beats commercial maybe <laughs> yeah. not that one but yeah I think I think that's great and I think that's like I feel like you probably are at a level at that point, you know, maybe a little different, like you're kind of semi-successful with social or whatever. You have some sort of audience to add. But I think also, you know, maybe you're not as, you know, as successful at that point. In But being able to like trade with a doctor or trade with, you know, a mechanic, like there's all these like things that I did early on where I was like, you're not making money and you might not, you might not get those people to pay you like otherwise, but then you aren't paying for those services. Yeah, so it's technically getting paid. Yeah, Yeah, totally. so it's kind of cool. There was just a lot of things. And then the other thing is just like, I just met a lot of great people. Like some friends that like, I am still like, you know, Brian, my yeah. tattoo artist, he's like, that started to trade. He yeah. Craigslist ad. Yeah. 
I'm looking for a photographer for our new baby daughter. That was like 13 years ago. Yeah. And like, I we're like best photo- friends. Photography is a little bit different though. I feel like that's is. a little easier to trade. I mean, training, I guess you can trade that, but it's a little bit he different. He trades though with like trainers, you know, like trainer, mm-hmm. like, oh, you, you know, work out to get like, write me a plan or whatever. I'll tattoo you. Like, there's a lot of stuff. Like, I think it's just also, there's different, you know, I think you're a little bit more like pay me, you know, you're oh, a little bit more. Wow. <laughs> You're I just got them telling you sometimes <laughs> I'm not. When it's beats. <laughs> when it's Dr. Dre, I forego my fee. Okay, that was a long time ago. Anything less. Um, cool. Trade. I feel like we got that. You only trade. But for- also, but don't go trade away your whole life. Totally. You got to be ha- careful. Yeah, you got to be careful yeah. there. I think there's a happy medium there. I think at some point in time, certain things aren't beneficial, totally. you know, and spending your time and energy doing those trades rather than building your business. It's it. You got to weigh it all out. Yeah. yeah. And I think to a great point, we've talked about this just off camera, but like, um, you know, it's easy to go, oh yeah, I'll trade. I'll do this thing for a couple pairs of shoes or whatever it is. And you're like, Wait, like I could just buy. I could just buy those shoes and just charge you. Like that's actually not worth my time. Like you have to figure out, you know, don't forego the math. Always like make sure it's working out for you. Yeah. Um, But the other thing I think about trade also though is like the more people you're connected with, the more people you're training, or the more people you're photographing, or whatever that thing is you offer the more chance you have for those people to tell other people about what you do. So that we were kind of like, I think we had a word of mouth somewhere in here of our notes, but like word of mouth for what I did was huge. I was like, me too. Big. So let's talk about word of mouth. Well, I, so one thing that I realized, this is going to sound like a bird walk, but I'm going to bring it back. One thing that I realized in training was that there was almost two personalities. So I had Kaisa Fit, who was the trainer and who was outgoing. And there was Kaisa, who is me, but they're both sides of me. But what I realized really quickly was I have, I am constantly a representation of my business 24 seven, everywhere I go, every conversation that I'm having, because somebody could either want, you know, be a future client or connect me to a new client or in business, connect me to somebody. And so it really forced me to like constantly bring the best version of myself forward. And for me, I feel like word of mouth is so incredibly valuable. Even today in the company that we run, you know, it's like so important that people have a good experience that they go tell their friends and their family to come join Just Move. So I would say as a business owner, like always be aware that you are representing your company, even when you're having a conversation with somebody in Target. Like it's not always happening in the gym or in your space. Like no matter where you are, no matter who you're having a conversation with, like definitely try to be bringing your best foot forward. Be a nice person. Yeah. And if you're not, you know, maybe you shouldn't start a business. I don't know. Go work for someone else. I don't know. Bringing it back actually to uh, having like purpose and whatnot, I had a thought of like, if you are going to be an entrepreneur, like which not everybody needs to be for sure, if your purpose is time off and money, it's not all that inspiring no, to employees. Yeah, no. You know, like I'm, you know what I work for at, at Kaisa Fit, you know, is for her to have money and time off. That's our goal, right? So it's like that goal might also, be. Also, it is such a foreign concept that when you're an entrepreneur, you have like time off. Like when was the last time we took like time off? Like it doesn't yeah. happen. Yeah. You're it's constantly on your brain. Like, yeah, exactly. You're, you're not working. in a place, no. but it's always, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's always on your yeah. mind. 
But in the flip side is like when it's interesting and when it does, like one thing that always stuck with me uh, was um, an entrepreneur said actually is like, what keeps you up at night? And there was many years that I, when actually when I worked for Kodiak, I quit. I didn't stay up at night. Like nothing got me thinking Mm -hmm. about work at least where, and I had this realization. I was like, oh my God, for so many years, I was always plotting and scheming, you know, what's my five-year plan? Like, who am I going to photograph? What's my goal? How do I write this blog post? Like, blah, blah, blah. And I couldn't, or like music, I used to work on music or whatever it was, like, it kept me up thinking about things, right? Yeah. And when I stopped, like, thinking about things and I was like, oh, the passion is leaving the building. And that was a huge wake-up call. I quit after that. Like, it was, that was like the start of leaving. But that's interesting because there are certain, there are a lot of people that would value not being kept up at night. Totally. You know, I have these conversations with my siblings and like, you know, they always look at what I do and are like, Oh God, I wouldn't want to touch that with a 10 foot pole. Like I love clocking out and being dead. You know what I mean? So it's like to each their own. There's no, no one way is better than the other, but I I totally resonate with that. Yeah. It's like if, if you're looking for passion or if you're a passionate driven person, then that's a, something to pay attention to, like what keeps you up at night. And I think like it doesn't always have to um, uh, go with work. You know what I mean? Like it could be totally separate from work. Like, but mm-hmm. what, if you have no, I don't know, I guess I, this is, it could just be the case for some people, but like, does nothing keep you up at night? You know, it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be something that makes you money, but like, do you not think about anything? Like, are you, yeah, I don't know. I'm not that person. I can't, yeah. I like, have to be like, turn your brain off, turn oh your brain God. off, count the sheep. <laughs> you know? This fucking like, podcast gets oh me thinking last night. I was oh just like, ding, no. ding, 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 it's ding, funny ding. because literally I was brushing my teeth last night and I was like, Mike is probably, I was literally thinking this, like Mike is probably up thinking and possibly panicking about tomorrow and I'm like feeling good and confident. So this is not the thing that's going to keep me up at night. There's a million other yeah. things, but yeah. Mike will take this one. Mike will take this one. <laughs> this oh. is really actually the Mike show in case y'all yeah. didn't know. Um, quick bird walk just because it just made me think of something that I heard the other day on a business podcast. So that's okay. how I'm going to relate this. But this person's, I think they pulled a quote from somebody else, but the meaning of life is the to enjoy the passage of time. Take that in. I know it kind of gives me. And, and the meaning we, you of did, life. You did say this. Is to enjoy the passage of time. And I already get anxiety trying to sit there and enjoy the passage of time. So I added with people. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's great. That was my immediate response was like, of course, like if that's how you enjoy passage of time, like then do that. Yeah. The only reason why I bring it up because when I was thinking about the podcast last night, I had my son in bed last night because wife's out of town. I was like, I want to snuggle my guy. I sat there. I thought about that quote and I sat there in the dark just listening to him like snore. And I had such a moment where I was like, that this is I'm just enjoying his the little noises yeah it was like a this that's is a bird a, walk but yeah. I had to share that because I, I was just that. like really excited I was oh, like oh are, my god that's like a life moment yeah those are important bird walks I understood the meaning of life like, last yeah, night for one brief yeah, moment for, that's it and then it went back to like I wonder what she's doing is she thinking about this stuff and then what's tomorrow look like and yeah everything oh my god um okay let's go in because we're kind of we want to wrap things we're trying to tighten it up today. Um, let's go into uh, invest in yourself. You had yeah. written, you like sort of the notes were like financially, obviously like workshops, well, podcasts. Like, yeah. Let's talk about that. Here's the thing. I think one of the, <laughs> wow, how much time do we have? One of the misnomers about running a small business is that it's like always, like it's always like, one, that you're going to be successful right away. And that like when things are going good, that it's going to stay going good. I always like to just put it out there. 
I have had zero dollars in my bank account more times than I can count because I've always betted on myself and I've always been willing to be super risky with financial, like finances, time, everything to go for my dream. And so, and so I've always betted on myself. Like I've always thought no matter what I'm going to do, like I'm going to figure it out. And sometimes I don't figure it out. And sometimes I'm at zero. And there's been times where when my brother was working with me for years, like I literally had to turn him and say, I actually can't pay you this month. Can we figure it out next month? So it's not all glitz and glam, but at the end of the day, I was always willing to bet on myself and make the risk that I would figure it out. I also think betting on yourself means investing in yourself, um, whether that's courses, whether that's trainings, like whatever it is to help keep you fueled in your purpose and your mission and what you're doing. It's like constantly knowing that if you're not taking care of yourself, if you're not doing the thing to stay on the path, you're going to wander off the path. It's not going to work. Yeah. Let's go a step deeper. What Mm -hmm. were two things? How did you invest in yourself in two separate ways? I would say the number one way I've always invested in myself that relates back to training is training. I've always invested in making sure that like I was in a space and training so that I could be the healthiest version of myself. This is odd. Actually, they both, both investing in myself don't actually really have to do with business. Hold on, I'm, I'm confused. What do you mean, train? Like someone trained you? Yeah. Oh, I see. Okay, okay. Yeah. So, like for me, gotcha. in order to show up with as much energy as I possibly could, creatively, physically, all the things, I always knew I had to be healthy. And mm. so I've always invested in my health so that my business can be as healthy as possible. So, my, like, my investment was training, a gym, a space, a studio, a trainer and therapy or naturopathic work or car- like it was always had to do with keeping my body and myself and mentally physically as healthy as I possibly could so I could constantly show up as healthy as I could and just to be specific because I feel like you just bounced around a little bit do you mean as a personal trainer it was important for you to invest in a personal trainer for you yeah you were saying what were the two well maybe I misunderstood you were you saying what were the two what were two ways that I invested in myself yeah. so that my company could be mm-hmm. more successful mm-hmm. those are the ways which what were the two training training okay. and then I would say like therapy but sometimes it wasn't always therapy it was like naturopath or other ways Got that it. I took care of my body so like so physical health physical health or I guess was, mental health as well yeah, yeah. mental gotcha. and physical health was always the number one thing for me always because the moment that it teetered the moment the whole business like for me that's just me personally I'm not mm-hmm. saying that's for everybody go invest in courses and go do everything like but for me personally it was such a close reflection of the moment that I teetered the moment that I wasn't very healthy the whole business was mm. and because I was the business I realized right away like I have got to take care of myself if I think this thing is going to go anywhere so that was always my number one investment did you do like workshops or did you have any of that stuff that was like beneficial? Um, yeah, I would say early on as a young trainer, I did a lot of courses. Um, like any, any course that I could go to and learn from, like with other trainers, I did a lot of those and I would always suggest them. I'm not pooing them. For me, it got to a certain point in time where it was actually more detrimental because mm. I would constantly walk away from those being like, I don't fucking know anything. Mm. Like I am a terrible trainer. I don't know anything. Why am I in the industry? What is this doing? I'm so dumb. Like literally I got to the point where I was like, okay, cause I had even invested on like one-on-one stuff. I would go to my mentor in, in Boulder, like, and I was like, I, what am I doing? So that got a little, that was not the most positive way for yeah. me to invest. That's um, good for people to hear though. Cause I think a lot of people, it's just like, 
it's just drilled in that like go to workshops and buy education and do these things. It's like, it's not always the, that doesn't always work. Yeah. And I think like do it and figure it Mm -hmm. out. But for me, it was like, it all happened in a culmination of like a few years. I just started to realize like, okay, I can never like, I can never leave this feeling that I have inside that I really want to bring movement to more people. And I really, really want to change the industry. And I really, really want people who aren't moving to start moving, like could never get rid of that feeling. I tried a million different things to switch that up and figure out how that was going to happen. But ultimately for me, I started valuing that who I was, not exactly how I was programming and training, but like who I was and how I showed up was going to be the thing that resonated with people. And so if I was not healthy, if I was not taking care of myself, doing all the things to be in a healthy mental, physical space, then I couldn't show up to be that reflection that I wanted Mm -hmm. to be and to help inspire the world to move. And so for me, that's what that meant. It wasn't about going to more courses and being a better programmer and like more details. It was really about figuring out how to be the healthiest version of myself. So I could keep showing up every single day and like help people around me. And then, you know, once it went on social, like have the motivation and just have the endurance, and the stamina to be healthy enough to create new content every day. Like that was really what it was for me. Yeah. No, that makes sense. I think it's like, yeah, it's often, we don't think, I I think it's more popular now to like be, you know, like do the things that, that fill you up so that that's a reflection on your clients or your work or your relationships. I think for a long time, you know, it's like, you got the disgruntled old coach, you know, you're like, yeah. oh my God, this guy's like a really good, or this person's like a really good coach, but man, they seem super unhappy, you know? Yeah. And then you start thinking like, is that what I want to be? Like, is that, am I leading down that road? So I think that's great. Not what I expected you to say. And I, I know. Sorry. Maybe I didn't answer that. No, it's cool. In the I, I think it's, I think if you were just saying the same shit, everyone says it's kind of boring, but I think the other thing to like workshops and like knowledge is my experience is like there's a point where you got to go apply it. Mm -hmm. And there's people that I knew in like my sort of career where they're just obsessed with the learning and there's no knock to learning. Learning's amazing. But if you actually want to start making money and run a business and that's your goal, then you have to start applying it and like photography was so like there was so many people who had so much gear and all the latest and the greatest and like all the things but I'm like you never take any photographs yeah. you know I mean sometimes learning is a comfort zone no I'm I know and I, yeah. but I think of it like training there's a lot of yeah. people who just like learn and learn and learn and learn and then I mean for me like that was I didn't need to because I wasn't trying to be a trainer but as I started learning training. I want to get certified and blah, blah, blah. And then I I was like, all right, well, I got to start like training a few people like just to test it out. And I'm like, oh yeah, that's way harder than just watching YouTube videos or. And not everything you learn happens from a course or from a book. You know, a lot of, I feel like so much of my growth started to happen when I let go of that and realized like I'm going to learn in a lot of different ways and I'm comfortable and confident. I'm starting to be more comfortable and confident in what I bring. And then the more I'm willing to be out there and, and, be humbly out there, the more I'm going to pick up and the more I'm going to learn in a different way. I mean, I was never even in school, the book smart, like I worked my ass off to get good grades, but like that information went in one year and out the other. You know what I mean? I'm like, I'm not, I'm just not that person. So yeah, for me, I would say the number, like the number one way that I invested in myself to help support my company was actually investing in my physical and mental well-being. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Look, this is the first time this has ever happened. 
But I think we're going to do a part two on this. <gasps> okay. Because we need to wrap it up. Yeah. Got to get you to the gym. Okay. But we still have more to talk about. Yeah. This actually ended up being quite fruitful. Yeah. Maybe it's just because we spent so much time buzzing. I don't know. And bird walking. Buzzing and bird walking. But I feel like we have a lot more to talk about. Yeah. Maybe we'll get, you know, some more questions. We do have a few more questions in the bank. So I think we'll end it there. Okay. And do a part two. This is like, this is new territory. We've never done a part, part one and two. This is very exciting. I kind of, I feel like that's like an official moment in our podcast I feel, world. What should we do? I Celebrate. Cheers. Okay. Yeah. Cheers. Like slam, go work out together. <laughs> slam a C4 yeah. and do yeah, a yeah, workout. Yeah. Let's go. Um, okay. But yes. pausing for one second. Okay. First of all, we just want to say thank you for everybody like tuning in and going on this crazy ride with us. We're having a lot of fun. Hopefully you're enjoying it. If you are enjoying it, head over and leave us a review. Also, if you have any questions when you hear like the question from Sunny today, it's because they go to kaisafit.com slash ask and they record a question. It can be anything. It can be a question that you have about anything. It can also be a topic suggestion. Um, So feel free to head over there and let us know what you want us to possibly talk about next. You're getting good at that. Am I? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I failed last time miserably. (laughs) Yeah. No, it's good. I think think we got to do it all the time, right? You got to remind people. Um, yeah, so this feels a little abrupt, but hopefully that's a good thing. You know, yeah. keep, keep get people uh, waiting for all that Part more two. business info. Coming soon. Yeah, so thank you for tuning in. Yeah, team, thank you so much for tuning in, and we will see you back here very soon. Peace.